then how much more important would the name be if it denoted a personally tailored philosophy or a new religion? Each word would be important. Decker heard a throat clear and turned around. The man wasn't as tall as Decker, but must have cleared six feet. He appeared to be in his late thirties with a thin face and brown eyes. He sported a goatee and had a black ponytail which fell between his shoulder blades. Like Pluto, the man wore a blue silk robe overlaid with a purple silk vest. Decker wondered about his name. Mars? Maybe Uranus? That would be fitting, because the whole investigation was a big pain in the ass. The man walked over to Decker and held out his hand. Bob, he announced. Involuntarily, Decker let out a chuckle. He shook the proffered hand. Lieutenant Decker. You find me funny? Just the name. Why's that? Bob's a common name. Again, Decker smiled. Yes, sir, it is indeed. I hope I'm not trespassing. You are. You're lucky I locked the dogs up. With the police coming and going, I had no choice. They don't like strangers. Good guard dogs never do. You'd better believe it. Bob smiled. Their names are Donner, Dancer, and Rudolph. Santa has his reindeer. I have my friends. They're your dogs? No. Bob wiped sweat from his brow. They belong to the order. But I'm outdoors a lot, so we enjoy a personal relationship. Decker sensed an underlying message, a veiled warning that said, Don't mess with me. Bob said, When I first arrived, Father Jupiter asked if I wanted to change my name to something more far-reaching, celestial or heavenly, if you will. That was the trend, to follow our great leader's lead. But being an individualist and a bit of an oppositionalist, I declined. Unlike most of the people here, I wasn't running away from myself per se, just running to something better, my spirit being my compass. Decker nodded, waiting for more. Bob mulled over his words. I found peace that had previously eluded me. I found my personal God. Decker kept his face flat. Father Jupiter is your personal God? Perhaps that's an overstatement, Bob smiled, showing tea-stained teeth. He's not a god, but a leader, showing me the way, my own personal Tao. I feel that we were birthed from the same matter. Is he related to you by blood? Bob chuckled. How I wish. His eyes swept over the vista. Look around, sir. This is a type of modern-day Eden. Rephrasing it into scientific parlance, I'd say, here we have ideal Newtonian physics— a perfect world of action and reaction, and absolute time. Out there, he cocked a thumb over his shoulder, it's strictly Einstein where everything's relative, or Max Planck and quantum mechanics where things are random and unpredictable. Decker waited a beat. You tend the garden by yourself? I have help, but I've been here longer so I get to wear the blue robe and purple vest. Which means... I'm an official, privileged attendant to our father Jupiter. Like Socrates, we get to sit at his feet and listen to his words. We hold the title of guru, so I'm officially Guru Bob. But you may call me brother. After all, we're one big family. The guru's face remained neutral, but Decker suspected that Bob was speaking tongue-in-cheek. Bob explained, There are four of us who hold the rank. 
Ah, I see. I've only met Pluto. He's quite the organizer. Decker said, I had assumed he was the acting head of the order now that Father Jupiter is gone. Bob continued to be unreadable. I suppose you could call him the partial acting head. He certainly is a talking head. He has opinions. That is true, Bob answered. Let's get back to Newtonian physics, because basically that's the same concept we're dealing with. For our everyday reactions, Newton's laws hold. You know his laws, right? Refresh my memory. A body at rest stays at rest. A body in motion stays in motion. The orbits of the planets. What comes up must come down. Any of this sound familiar?